okay hi uh okay <laughs> hey this is welcome to the best and worst episode of black millennial ever uh i'm one of your hosts jameer um and i'm here with my lovely friend charnay hey y'all um woo child to get out <laughs> Thanks for joining us again. Uh, this is episode number 38. Uh, we, this is, you know, we had a, a little false start because <laughs> um, I'm high. What's um, new? What's new, but it's also Friday. It's like the end of the week. Mm-hmm. I'm drinking water. Um, and so I'm just releasing a lot of good energy uh, after, you know, going through a lot of strife. So here we are. God is good. We're blessed in the city the and time. in the field. Uh, episode 38, uh, titled Love, Sex, and Magic. Mm-hmm. So, uh, let's see where we go with that. That's interesting. The conversations uh, are always interesting. Yeah, this is going to be a good one, I feel like. I feel like the, uh, questions are going to spark some good thoughts. Um, our, uh, sponsor this week, or we are sponsored by Card Games, um, yeah, yeah. And we immediately had like we had this conversation because Charnay, you you uh, added this sponsor this week, mm-hmm. and I was like, so we're talking about card games like the events, right? Like not like like card games, sure, like spades and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like card games were like an event in on the block. We're like, all right, it's a card game, you know, at Cheryl House, right? And you, Fix. you know, Fix. my you grandma, pop up there for so a couple like, hours play, yeah. my mom used to like leave us at my grandma's house, like, you know, for the weekend, mm-hmm. whenever she would go out or whatever. Um, and my grandma used to be like, yeah, sure. They can come here. It's going to be kids here. I'm about to have a card game. And a card game. Yes. <laughs> it, it used to just be like all of her friends from NA and like mm-hmm. all the other places. And I guess cause like they can't go out and drink and can't like do anything else you know they don't want to go to clubs they don't want to so they they would throw card games and all the kids would be in the living room me marcus branch um Mm. we would be all in the living room just inhaling cigarette smoke and eating spaghetti (laughs) (laughs) the spaghetti sound good the spaghetti was lit like it was super good my grandma would make big a big ass pot of spaghetti for the for the um you know they would people would bring chicken and like it just was like a thing like Mm. Yeah, I remember like my car games, like Oak Street car games. They were definitely uh, yeah, not like it sober. used to be. I know that what's my face is. Grandma used to throw one on Oak Street, right? Um, yeah, yeah. I know you're talking about yeah. yes. Uh, mm-hmm. My like Larry. Yeah, uh, is yeah, her, yep. uh, is yeah. Her uncle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like you know, out back, uh, the kids would be like out back playing, or it would be like people grilling, yeah. And then like it would be people playing cards in the house, and then it would be like you know definitely drinking and cigarette smoking and whatever but it was just like a lot of like energy energy you know what yeah. I mean? and like for sure for and, sure like, people will be getting cursed you know? out people, yeah people, <laughs> people will be getting cursed out in there and like the kids it would be like 11 o'clock the kids would be like falling asleep yeah and you would just be on the couch like ready to go mm-hmm. and like my thing is i lived like across the street so i could just like you know leave out but then it's just like all right yeah. at what point do i leave you right. know because like if some niggas got way here today mom is ready to go yeah you know <laughs> so um yeah shout out to car games um and like also just other nostalgic things like that that we have yeah do you know how to play um, spades no 
I like can kind of a little bit, but not good. Mm-hmm. Um, but I my mom it, my mom plays like I whoop your ass though. <laughs> <laughs> no, she plays fifteen hundred or um something. I don't know. She plays like Tunk or something, something, some drawing shit. Um, I can play Crazy Eights really good. Um, I can play Crazy Eights. Do you know how to play? Um, what's the other card game? Nope. Okay, you want to know how to play it? Nothing else. I, I'm not really into that kind of stuff. Um, <laughs> All right, cool. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, just I, I don't remember. Like, I did play games, but I also was like born in the like 90s like 1990 yeah and, like, so it was like uno i know how to play taboo right like i'm not I know how right, to, right. <laughs> right. but then also like i was always interested in technology and shit yeah, so like true. i was like all right well what can we do on some type of something that got a screen right um and... i used to play i used to play spider solitaire though on the computer oh yeah remember the little um what's the drone where you would like uh not minecraft See, i know she's talking about i know she's talking about where you used to click the things Mine, click the things and, and then, then you would blow up on yeah. The one, uh, yeah, yeah yeah what yeah. was that damn um, that, my mom oh, remember also ooh, the fucking uh, pinball yeah on, on microsoft it was like microsoft something yeah oh, it was God, like a microsoft. newer microsoft and you would yeah. like pull it back with the arrow and let it yeah, go and then you had to click it knock it out of the box with that one that you was a fucking really killed game it over there. That was a fucking game. That okay? was Bill Gates' last thing, probably before he left. He was like, "Let me fucking let him off with this fucking pinball pinball machine. Let me mm-hmm. get these niggas a fucking pinball machine." Exactly. Um, speaking of, um, I don't know. Not even speaking of, because I was going to compare Diddy to Bill Gates, but I'm not. I'm speaking of rich niggas, I guess. <laughs> um, <laughs> our mood comes from um, a rich nigga. Uh, none other than Sean, Puff, Daddy, P, Diddy. Any other names? Diddy had Puffy. Diddy, Puffy. Um, um I'm trying to respect The dancing again in the videos. Oh, remember he went by Love? He changed yeah, his name to yeah, Love? Yeah, Um, So I'm trying to respect you. Do you remember, you do you remember when he dropped OG? that song, Finna Get Loose? Yeah. That was a bop. Yeah, that was definitely a bop. Okay. Um, but yeah, um, this actually comes from, uh, the early 2000s from making the band. I felt like this scene was iconic when it happened. It was a big ass deal when it happened. Yeah. But like, I feel like we don't remember it. So I'm not going to say too much about it, uh, but I'm going to go into it and just know that the mood for this week is no interjections. How many days did they rehearse? Just one? Just today. Why was it just today? Because that was the test. And they had eight hours, and they were better when they left No, 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 no. I thought when I left the hotel, I thought you had her coming in earlier from today. I wasn't today. No, I thought you had her from this weekend, I thought you told me. Huh? This is the first one. We can get her, get her in. Okay, but then I told you to give me another choreographer, because right now, you want me to make a cut? I can't make a cut on guys learning a routine in one day. I didn't really know it was today. I wouldn't have been able to learn all that in one day. Yes, you would have. Baby girl, that ain't what I said to do with the, my show, though, man. So I'm cutting based on not having what I asked for. I asked for them to be dancing throughout the weekend. If she couldn't do it, give me another choreographer. That's it. Can I interject? I don't interject then. It's only one. It's only one person's show. It ain't no, no, no interjection. No, like no, 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 I'm not, I'm not, inter- I'm not baby, baby girl, I'm not taking no interjection. No, if you I'm, wanna go, I'm not taking no interjection. Based on. Now I'm f- psycho for real. No, I'm not and taking so no am inter- I. Get the f- 
out there. Great. With pleasure. Michael Bivens, you can't pick up four counts of eight in one day, then what are we all doing here? I don't want to be a part of this. Hey, if you, you can't you, pick you, up you, four you, counts you, in one day, no, you disrespectful. you disrespectful. Get me Turn the cameras off. You, you, you disrespectful. So that's it. Like yeah, that said, was drawling. Like, I'm not he, take, good, but I'm not even after that, but I feel like after that, um, she got to a fucking bag. So like, thanks. I mean, also after that, they were so cool after that. Like, I think maybe the next season or something after that. Yeah. So um, she ended up getting back in the scene, and so that's that. So we can look at it retrospectively, but I feel like it was like a huge thing when it actually happened. Um, apparently it like stopped production and stuff like that. And then she went on to become, uh, the creative director for Lady Gaga for several years. So like, um, a bag, a bag, a a fucking bag. And I think like Nicki Minaj, maybe like a few other Mm -hmm. people. Um, shout out to Lorianne. And she's also a follower of Christ. So, um, shout out to that. Okay. I guess, I guess. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) 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 (
and Stitcher, but they're I forget who it is. Um, there's another news organization um, that you can just like take in news. Uh, I think Vice does one as well. So um, that's that. But anyway, uh, Friend Zone uh, is uh, an amazing podcast. Very like uh, I feel like this we'll get into when we talk about tweets on fire. Some of the things um, that were going on this week. Um, with some other folks that uh, make very well-known podcasts. Okay. Um, but uh, the Friend Zone, the Read, uh, many podcasts, uh, you know, that are that feature like black creators, uh, black uh, influencers. I guess you could say in the, in their cases, um, they definitely have like opened a door uh, for so many, and mm-hmm. also have like created a model for how conversations can be Mm -hmm. yeah how conversations can be structured and like also created uh, a network you know or Mm -hmm. a web i think of it as a web for conversation right so i listen to this conversation that inspires me to have this conversation in my own way with my own network of folks Mm -hmm. and then they take it out and have those conversations you know elsewhere and so i think that that's the the whole like focus behind or like the whole concept behind like what we're trying to do is just like inspire people to have conversation. Right. Um, so we're, we're inspired by that conversation uh, somewhat, uh, but it's also interesting in like the, uh, the synchronicity, uh, you know, which they talk about is uh, we had just talked about, we were talking about deep fakes on here um, a little bit ago. Um, and then they did an episode on, you know, like kind of going in depth on deep fakes. So y'all should definitely take a listen to that. Uh, because people be making shit and we be thinking it's real. There was something that I was going to put on this podcast as a story that we should talk about. And I looked into it and it wasn't a real thing. A real thing? Yeah. It was fake news. Wow. Which is so, so crazy to think about. Right. So, yeah, just like research your, 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 uh, the things that inform your, imp- your opinions. Yeah. Opinions. Um, Sorry, I've been literally talking all day, so uh, it's a lot. Um, But anyway, uh, just also in keeping with that network, uh, one of the guests that they featured on the uh, Friend Zone is uh, Shannon Boudrum, also known as uh, Shan Booty. She was actually on um, Good Good Mom's Bad Choices, too. Okay. Yeah, like she's been, I guess she's promoting her book, so she's been on, like, yeah. 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 She's been on a lot of podcasts. But yeah, speaking of her book, she has a book called The Game of Desire. Uh, we actually took the quiz for uh, the commitment quiz, mm-hmm. uh, which we can actually talk about that in just a moment. But um, I actually purchased uh, one of her books, and she said on the friend zone that she would be giving one of the books away. So I'm going to give the book away uh, that she's giving, you know, through the podcast. Um, you know, we'll get it all figured out and everything once they come through. It's on pre-order right now, but also pre-order the book. Um it's i definitely think it's going to be interesting it goes into the profiles of uh six different women as daters and one of the things that she says on on the episode of the friend zone she's on um is that you know statistically like by the numbers it is very difficult for maybe uh, a straight cis black woman you know looking to date because the numbers just in most like big cities might be against you right you know um, so yeah, it's just it's interesting. Um, I'll definitely be reading the book when it comes through. Um, that took me to uh, a personal place. 
Actually, before we go into that, so that we can just kind of transition it nicely, uh, if anyone is in the city that's listening to this, I know it's supposed to happen this weekend, but there's supposed to be like major ice raids. Um, we, I don't want to say this for where white people shit. Maybe you don't listen to the whole podcast, whatever. Right. Um, but like, if you know anyone in the city that's affected, I know Houston, um, I know there's folks that listen to the podcast that, you know, uh, maybe in Houston or no folks in Houston, uh, also New York City, uh, San Francisco, um, just take care of people. It, it takes nothing for you to like tip somebody. You see some, you see too many people walking up the street at the same time. Just right. start yelling so the niggas is aware. People know what's going Lock on. Your doors, you know don't, yeah, like just right, like, be, yeah, be present, be be helpful. Um, exactly. Film these niggas. Film yeah. their faces. Film, film the the yeah. badge numbers. Keep everything, everything that you can do. Just be if aware. If you see somebody putting their hands on somebody, put your hands on. Mm. Don't say that. <laughs> All right. Did not um, say that. <laughs> oh, I but yeah, ice raids. Um, just stay informed. Like, if they don't have warrants, if they don't have a judicial warrant, judicial. you need to see. Slide me under the door, and mm-hmm. I need to read the name of the judge. Yep. And it has to be legible above the line. If these, if people, if um, undocumented people that are here don't speak english um just just like just do everything in your power just to be a a a source of light and helpfulness and yeah because it's scary scary times agreed no is the same in every language Mm -hmm. and also like this is not something that affects like people from you know specific places there are people that are here that were there are people that are here that have been here all their lives mm-hmm. and have been here and they're from undocumented mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah and they're from fucking canada or mm-hmm. from little people from the uk someone's right. father that uh i think we both know um is from the uk like undocumented you know and like oh yeah it, you know like i, I it's like it could affect anyone. Anybody. It could affect someone mm-hmm. that is close to you. And mm-hmm. so it's not just some like, oh, well, you know, black people go through our shit. They go. No, no. It's all it's everybody's shit. It's all of our shit. We can't we all of us can't be good. until one of us can't be good until all of us are good, period. Correct. So. Um, OK, lastly, this is going to this go is going to take us into ahead, our motives and it. thoughts. Let's talk about it. I'm not saying this for real. And this is also definitely not like a. um a personals ad um, but <laughs> at, by any means um, this is not a Craigslist but I'm th- thinking about and I'll explain in more depth I'm mm-hmm. thinking about being in a relationship but not really is what the note says mm-hmm. I, I was saying this to Tori and as, as soon as I said that she said with who and I was like, okay, maybe I need to make sure that I clarify this. Right. I'm not thinking about being in a relationship with any particular one at all. Um, I just have been like, uh, based on the uh, the attachment style or the, sorry, commitment style uh, quiz that we took. And we'll kind of talk about that in motives and thoughts. Um, knowing that like, no matter what, I'm not going to be in a relationship. Like right. we can like, day, that, that's can been your out, law. You know what I mean? But That's like, been I, your, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, and no so, matter what, no matter what, no matter who you've been with, no matter how you felt, that's just been your, like, your thing. I could really be like, you know what? I really love you. But mm-hmm. like, I, 
I love you where you are and I'll be where I'm at. And like, let's love each other when we in the same space. But. Then not. Then not. <laughs> You're <laughs> really crazy. <laughs> no, I'm just keeping it real. But anyway, I'm thinking about being in a relationship. Um, I'm considering it. So. Okay. Don't link me. Don't link me. That's my mood. Um, <laughs> that is my mood. Don't fucking link me, period. So our motives and thoughts this week uh, is going to uh, actually kind of follow the structure of the title of the episode, Love, Sex, and Magic. What are three things uh, that you would need from your ideal partner? Three things. Um, first would be honesty mm -hmm. second would be um i would say love but i think that my definition of love has changed and um i think that it's I don't know. I feel like love encompasses a lot more to me now. Um, like, you know, like I feel like respect is a part of love. So like, you know, like an honesty is a part of love. So like even right. those things like. Um, I don't know. I think that like my definition of that has changed. So like before I used to be like, I don't know. I feel like I used to be like super naive. Like I used to think that love was one thing. So like now when I say like I want somebody to love me, that's like in a whole different position. Um yeah. And consistency. Okay. So those would might be my things, my three things. Okay. Um, hmm, my three things. I think the first thing that comes straight to the front of my mind is communication. Mm -hmm. um, like over communication um, to the point where like I, one of the things that, I do value in like um, like a relationship, I guess in general, is that like I don't give my full self to like very many people. Right. Like you know, right now, even for like some people to listen to the podcast, uh, versus like you know how they've like interacted with me, they think like oh you know I don't I don't know that you would like be just a regular funny ass high guy. You know, like, I just thought you'd be, like, <laughs> mean or something or, you know. Mm -hmm. um, uh, but, like, being in a relationship that's, like, you can let it all down and you can just, like, be your full entire self. So I think, like, uh, it, it starts there with, like, communication. Um, I think, yeah, and I think locked into communication with me is, like, transparency. Yeah. Like, full-on transparency. That's a good um, word. That's a really good word. I feel that. Yeah, I think that mm -hmm. that's like like one. Um, the second one is uh, hmm, hmm, hmm. oh uh, freedom. Mm -hmm. um, that's a big thing for you. Yeah, because like I feel like in every relationship, in ev in any type of relationship, friendship or whatever. Yeah, 
Um, even like uh, remember we went on vacation and like we went on a cruise, so we ended up we were all staying in like the same like cabin space or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I was like, okay, any vacation we go on anytime again, like I need my own shit because like yeah. I just need like my freedom. Like I feel like sometimes I can't be myself until I'm with only myself. Mm-hmm. Um, or like, I can't, you know, I, I'm like taking in too many things or like feeling how everyone else is feeling instead of just like, you know, feeling how I'm feeling. So, um, yeah, freedom. And then the last one is, um, like, what's the word for, oh, 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 <laughs> about to kill him with this one. Okay. Continuity. Mm. Right. I need, like, um, what I think of, I'm thinking of Jay-Z and Beyonce, obviously, like, um, not to say the model couple necessarily, but when I think no, of, like... he's a cheater. Yeah, ex- yeah. Um, and cheating Let's call a thing a thing. Yeah. Cheating doesn't exist in, like, the relationships that I envision. Um, but that's, like, a whole other thing. Um, but, yeah, like, there's a thing where, like, uh, she is pushing him and he is pushing her. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and then also there's, like, this, like, there's a, it's a union. You know what I mean? Like, that's when you get, like, married to someone because it's a unit. You are one. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, everything is just kind of flowing in that same uh, vein and same wave. So continuity is super important to me. Um, yeah. All right. Second um, question. Can you go? How would you approach a conversation about sexual health with a potential partner? Uh, this is definitely one that I approach, like, very early. Like, I'm not going to, like, approach conversations about, like, s- like sex before I've even approached conversations about sexual health. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because, like, it's it doesn't even matter at that point. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, and I think that, like, uh, a first for me, any conversation, I'm not just going to, like, jump right into something and just, like, hey, you know, you got any STDs, you know? Um, <laughs> honestly, it's not like that. But right. I kind of, like, start. Like, oh, you know, I went to the doctor's a couple of months ago, you know, or a couple of weeks ago that's or whatever. How you, that's how you do and, it. Yeah. And then it's like, like, for, just for me. And then it's like, oh, you, when's the last time you've been to the doctor? Like, or not even something like, I feel like that's even too harsh or like, you know, you've been to like. Too like abrasive, like. Yeah. I, I feel like I've definitely asked questions like, oh, you went to the dentist. Like, I'm trying to find a doctor, you know, like. And if you don't got one to recommend for me, then that let me know that you're not really hitting one. Right. You know? um, I feel like, uh, fortunately, um, you know, anyone that I've, like, dated or, like, sexually interacted with uh, is v- as adamant or, like, uh, thoughtful about their health as I am. Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, that's really good. But I do think, like, uh, having open conversation about sexual health, like... uh, I feel like it should uh, just be a part of anything else. Like, the same way that I would tell you, yeah, I got to get my wisdom teeth pulled. It's the same way I would, like, damn, I got to get a pap smear. Right. Right, right. Or, like, in terms of, like, uh, you know, having conversations with sexual partners, I think where it gets weird, and this is interesting because the reason why this comes into conversation... Because people don't want to be like, yeah, I I got burnt before. (laughs) 
<laughs> no, yeah, I don't even mean to like do it like that. But the uh, person's book that we were talking about, mm-hmm. um, like when I was searching her name, like it was actually her name and like you know uh, an STD. And I like you know looked into it, and apparently like she contracted like a curable STD, and like she went on to or STI uh, ble- I think it, I don't I'm not sure, um, but you know went on to uh, a podcast or a show and like talked about it, and like it you know is not ashamed of it as it's, she and certainly the thing should is, is be, that like it's know? literally a part of sexual health. Exactly. Like, we we try to like put this stigma on it, like yeah, you know she has this, you know she had that. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's a part of having sex. Things happen. Like I don't, I think that like yeah, I think that's weird because that's a part of being an adult to be like the same way you you get you fucking kiss somebody and catch the flu. Like you have sex. Like yes, some these things are in, they're not. I mean you know you they're preventable by using right, condoms right, yeah. and they're preventable by, but so is like everything else so you just have to like take the proper steps and so everybody doesn't do that all the time yeah especially not at, at like you know at young ages everybody was <laughs> young done dumb and horn young dumb and full of cum right <laughs> okay um <laughs> yeah i think that also like sometimes when you get into relationships um you know you maybe decide that like oh i don't need to like use protection anymore right. i don't need to like use condoms or mm-hmm. i don't need to like use a dental whatever dam. right or like i don't need to get tested necessarily mm-hmm. because like i'm in a relationship right but like you know how do we like have these conversations about sexual health or like are we making sure that we're protecting ourselves you know right. especially when you haven't defined like are we in a modern monogamous relationship are we and, mm-hmm. you know, when we go, go into all of those, because mm-hmm. everybody's definition of these things is different. Right. You could be dating someone who, well, we know this already, people who are like dating someone and that person is also dating other people. Right. But like y'all just in, in a exclusive mm-hmm. in your mind, you know, <laughs> like, <laughs> um, listen, it happens there. to the best of us. Um, but. <laughs> Yeah, how would you approach a conversation about sexual health? My thing is, is that, you know, I don't just be fucking niggas, like... Okay. Um, <laughs> why do I just have to be... No, okay. But, um, yeah, usually, like, it takes me a while. Like, I... It takes me a while. Um, and I don't think that, like, everybody... I need to have these conversations with because everybody is not um, running down. So <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, no, I understand. So um, um, you know, certain things are for certain people. Stay in a child's place. Yeah, I think uh, I need to like actually think deeper about my answer because to be honest, like most times, it for me, it's just like an organic thing. Like I can observe if a person like. Like, all right, if we talk regularly about you going to the doctor, we talk about, like, any other thing, mm-hmm. you know, then I, like, or you tell me voluntarily, like, oh, yeah, I'm, like, a- I'm getting tested right now, like, as we're sitting here talking mm-hmm. or, like, I'm, you know, waiting to get tested. Like, uh, it's, it doesn't uh, alarm me, you know? Right, yeah. Um, but the thing is, is that for um, cis-hetero men to go to the doctor... Yeah, is I mean I be going to the doctor just I'm trying to get a full body detox. I don't know if there's a kind of a doctor out there that does like um, I want All a right, doctor to do like a full body scan. But anyway, you know what? I'm not even gonna talk about it on this podcast because no, okay, do not because that's that. <laughs> but I'm trying to get a full body scan. 
Anyway, I think that it is difficult to like uh, think about going to the doctor or whatever because it's like thinking about your own mortality. But at the end of the day, I would literally rather know like within ninety day within ninety days or within like a ninety day period of time like that something had happened to me or something had changed within my body right. rather than like not knowing. Right. Or also like even for some people like they're um, and this is like, you know, I mean, up to you, whatever your personal um, cadence or schedule for this is. But like some people go and get tested in between partners, you mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? And like however it is that you do it, just do it. Um, there's places where you can get tested for free. There's the Mazzoni Center that's in uh, Center City. Um, that I believe it's just free I believe testing. Parenthood gets, Planned Parenthood tests for free. Yeah, I think if you make a certain amount of money, you got to cut a check, because I did. Wow, okay. But, um... I have a primary care physician. I handle all that it. Yeah, I'm getting there. Um, <laughs> but... <laughs> I'm, like, I'm testing out. I'm auditioning doctors. But anyway, um, yeah, so that's, that's sexual health. Uh, last question... Uh, how does your commitment style, which uh, you can share what yours is in a moment, mm -hmm. uh, but how does your commitment style reflect your long-term outlook on relationships? So, um, for me, we did the we did the test, the um, commitment style test. Yeah, I'll link it in the uh, bio or and whatever the thing is. For me, not to any surprise, I got a modern monogamous which is essentially like a serial monogamous, um, which is someone that's dating or in, like likes to be in relationships, but is not in a relationship looking to get married. Mm -hmm. um, this is for someone that like gets into relationships, but knows um, that just because we're in love, the, the concept of love is not till death do us, do us part. Um, and it's what most women are for the most part um, modern monogamous. So yeah, yeah. I'm, re I'm just like reading it. Um, but yeah, um, and I feel like for me, like I used to, I can say like now that I'm a mom and like I can't like date, date. And, you know, I'm, and I'm not saying that because you I'm, can, I mean, I can't, I don't have the time. I'm you probably saying. also don't want to. So. I don't have the time. Okay. Um, and, I can't, I mean, like, I could be, like, you know, ser like a serial dater, but I just don't have the time. <laughs> like, my kids go on every other weekend, so, like, I would have to, like, make time on every other weekend, and those are the times I like to chill. Yeah, <laughs> I like to not do anything at <laughs> not all. Not to do anything. Um, mm -hmm. But I think that, for me, um, you know, I don't aspire to marriage. I don't think that like marriage is the end all be all. I don't think that it's like it will validate me at all. I think that marriage is a great thing for people that want to get married. Um, but I'm I'm not dating to get married. Um, I think that that makes a lot. It makes a lot of sense that that's what I got, because like I do like to be in a relationship because it's easy for me. It's like consistent. I like consistency. I like, um, you know. I like that form of, like, we're on a a clear, um, we have, like, clear, concise um, boundaries of what's going on, and there's no, like, you know, we have a, a consistent amb ambiguity. There's no, um, 
no, there's nothing to like but it's a relationship like yeah um so after you know, like I, I live for the ambiguity you love the ambiguity i live for it it's would you get I, on like, yours for every day um so i actually got i believe a serial yeah serial non-committed dating <laughs> um which i'm actually gonna read off like the potential uh ones that you could have gotten which were uh, casual dating uh serial non-committed dating uh traditional monogamy modern monogamy being monogamish which she explains as like you're with your partner but like you go to a strip club you know mm-hmm. um a free relationship an open relationship, swinging, or some form of polyamory. Which I'm surprised that I didn't get that because I'm like swinging towards that. <laughs> um, but um, anyway, um, yeah, serial non-committed dating, I guess that they, like uh, it's the relationship experience, right? Where you like want to have like, I want you to feel like you're in a relationship. I want to feel like I'm in a relationship too. But then also like, I want to not be in right. one, <laughs> you know? Um, like I don't want to ever, like I'm good at meeting people's parents, you know what I mean? Things like that. But I never want to like, unless this is a person that I am absolutely going to be with for the rest of my life, I will never introduce them to like my family. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and like, I just, why do you need to like, maybe my mom, but like no family dinners, no anything like that. It's like, it just it's just unnecessary because like my relationship i feel like is different than even like my friendships maybe you would know like my closest of my friends but like not know i don't know like i i don't know like i don't need all that i just be like liking to be by myself <laughs> so um but i do like at like i don't know um maybe it's the seasons or the whatever like sometimes in the winter time you know you need that uh that little that little thing that you can just like call up anytime that will slide through and like you you have that and in that home. relationship and in home <laughs> if you will um, <laughs> ooh, ooh, i'm on the ground <laughs> uh, but an in home if you will so sometimes you you know um that's what's set up but otherwise it's like i i one of the things that the one of the questions in there or one of the options for response was basically i feel like i'm too young or like i feel like i have too much to be working on to like being a, be in a relationship um and that's very much how i feel like uh, if i was in the relationship of my dreams like i would be like making sure that everything was provided for and taken care of and like i barely have like not like i'm doing enough to make it great for myself but i wouldn't be doing enough like or i wouldn't be able to like have an amazing experience for like myself and someone else and a child you know what i'm saying like i i couldn't do all that right now so let me just get there and then we'll get there so So long term was that it yeah that was the question was long term um I, I think that it, I don't know. I'll tell you when we get there. Okay. Like, all right. Uh, right now, like it's a series. It's a series. But like, I feel like uh, maybe I, like I said, if there was someone that I absolutely loved, if I found that continuity, mm-hmm. if I found those things that we talked about and like everything was exactly what it needed to be, then yeah, like I, I mean, you know, I definitely like to um, dip my toe. 
Oh my god. You know? But, like, otherwise, I'm okay with having um, a day to day partner. Well, okay. I'll leave it there. Um, these are our, our motives and thoughts. Motives and thoughts. Check your motives and thoughts. Uh, that was a really good conversation. I'm glad that it was short. Two golden stars. One for you, one for me. Just know about the next time I do get in a relationship. Um, were you nervous? Did you say you were glad it was short? You were nervous? Yeah. You thought something was going to break out? I, I don't know what was going to happen. I've been there in some <laughs> of these conversations before. Yeah, uh. I'm glad. Um, I think that the next time I get in a relationship that it's going to be it's going to be it because like i don't think i'll ever do it <laughs> do it again <laughs> yeah um i'm in like a weird phase like i don't even want to date right now like i'm open to dating but like i'm not i just don't feel like it can i be honest what never mind because then everybody gonna hate me on here what I'm t- I want to be taken on a date. I'm tired of taking. I'm tired of. I You're got to take in bills. It's like I don't even be going out on dates, but like I want to go on dates that are like mutually fun. Like there isn't like a thing where like I'm just here to impress you because I don't give a fuck. I can stay in the house. That's how I feel like so many dates are though, and that's yeah, why like, I don't like dating. Like because yeah. I feel like it's like. Um, like these unrealistic expectations. Yeah, it's just it's weird. People I would have certainly like, like there's little things that that go on like you know in the city or whatever. Let's or go you to know sips. you see a nice new little <laughs> rest center city sips. You know you see a nice little restaurant or whatever. You like I might want to pop up there on the rooftop or whatever and you know see some things and, and have a conversation with somebody. <laughs> sip on a little drink or some tequila sunrise. Let's go to you the feel scene. What I'm <laughs> Never mind. I'm not going to say what I was going to say, but if you ever see me in the saint, pop me. Okay. <laughs> um, Let's move on to I'm I would like to see up. it. Um, I think I, I think, yeah, these are ones that I added. So um, one, I would like to see people be as public about their apologies as they are about their mistakes. Um, you often just see people that are just like, they do something wrong and they're like super loud about it and they're whatever. Like, do you see that guy who was like the short guy who was talking about like women who yeah. don't like tall men or whatever? Like, yeah. all, weird. all I saw in the fucking video when I when I like watched the video, all I really paid attention to was the girl in the background that was like, "I just came for bagels." Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, that's me. <laughs> that's me. Yeah, I just came like, for my fucking bagel. Like, I was truly just trying to get a bagel. I was just trying um, to get a bagel. <laughs> you're just yelling <laughs> sir this is literally a fucking bagel this a, shop this is an einstein bagels brother <laughs> delivery to short did you want the salmon cream cheese or the reggie oh take out our delivery <laughs> like what the fuck but yeah like people like that when you make these like fucking big uh like you have these dramatic acts like you should be just as dramatic about your apology for right. those things um so that's just a one thing I would like to see to um, I would like to see people begin to logically let's hear me out here. I know this is a lot, but logically add reasoning into why they feel and act the ways they do. 
I don't remember what. You're asking a lot. I know. <laughs> I don't. I, I don't know what uh, struck that for me, but like, yeah, I just, I, I like before you go ahead and do that. I just really would like people to unpack we should why. Unpack that. What's in bold in the notes is why it's in all caps and bold. You should unpack that. Who me? No, I'm just saying like that. Remember we used to say oh, that all the time? Yeah. Um that whew. Yeah. Go ahead and just take I, the tape off of it. I have a I would like to see it. Okay. Um I would like to see women and y'all know I usually stand for the girls, but I would like to see women acknowledge and address their misogyny. Mm. And I think we have this notion You're that... You're asking for a lot. <laughs> I think we have this notion that women can't be misogynistic and that um, women can't be uh, patriarchal and women can't be offensive to other women. And that's not true. Um, I think that a lot of women have views that are based in um, patriarchy when you say certain things like um, you should aspire to marriage or why aren't you why don't you want to be a mother and things like that not only that but when you go or in, even like oh or, I you know I whatever my man say is what is what I'm yeah, doing yeah shit like that shit like that or I, there was a tweet today um, that I saw that said you should want to have sex whenever your man wants to have sex Hate to fucking see it. I would hate to see it. Because there are so... First of all, if we're not even going to get into it, sometimes I don't fucking feel like it. But also, I was going to say, but what about when when you do? You know what I mean? Like We are not two grown-ass like, yeah. adults. I am sorry. The problem is, is that y'all equate intimacy with fucking... Ooh, that's, a, that's a whole nother conversation that I don't even feel like having right now. But the reason why y'all y'all can't not have sex at family functions and y'all fucking in the cars and in porta potties. Did you see that? Oh, oh my god! Did you see the porta potty? I think I heard about it, but I did not see it. I heard about it. On it's because podcast. y'all lack intimacy and emotional maturity. But wow! Just <laughs> watch the breakdown game. <laughs> Here she goes with the hot takes. <laughs> They're fucking hot. <laughs> um, but yeah. Okay. Yes, that was a. That's. I would like to see that too. I would like to see it. Um, my last one, actually, we should just um, shout out to our friend Kira Clark. Shout out to Cle- um, Kira Clark. Shout out to her, my fucking this. man. <laughs> uh, I wrote this actually before. Like she just basically took my my thoughts because i saw something that just really irritated me where someone was just being unnecessarily homophobic like Mm -hmm. when you see uh gay people just doing whatever they want to do just like twerking or like you know whatever and that like on social media and you can't just like ignore that necessarily if it's not something that you're interested in but you feel the need to like retweet it and like say something about it yeah they were talking about santana do you see what they were talking about santana yeah is that what this is in regards to? Yes, actually. Oh, okay. um, yeah, it's just like... Leave what's Santana... The... First of all, y'all better leave Santana out of it. Y'all better but leave also, Santana the like, fuck alone. Why does what someone else 
does bo- like whatever we'll get there actually later in sweets on fire but um that just really irritated me and then uh kiera like has a string i'll see if i can like screen i'm gonna text I have her, the and videos her in my video okay you have them show. yes okay mm-hmm. we need them then um, she posted um a because i'm gonna put some audio yeah video I'll put in, in her here. story of um basically are you gonna put the audio in here yeah i'll put it in here i'll make okay. sure i'll text her and ask her if i can but i'm sure she'll be okay with it i think yeah bottom line is some of y'all are raising bigots some of y'all are raising little teeny tiny little bigot kids and it's 2020 i might be having kids soon i don't want my kids to have to go to school with little bigot kids who are going to tease them if they're gay or trans that's not what i want for my kids and you shouldn't want your kids going to school making fun of people who are different from them because they've never been exposed to people who are different from them um Um, but yeah yeah i just like i somebody said this and i'm gonna leave this at at this um i don't i don't like the narrative that people that are homophobic are also like it's because they're gay you know necessarily because that's not it that's not it all the time um, it's because it's not at all. It's yeah, not exactly. it. Mm-mm. That's not it all the time. Sometimes but it is. Sometimes it is. When you see, when you see, uh, you know, if you put me in, somebody said this, if you put me in a room full of crack, right, I would still leave there sober. Right. Right. Because like that doesn't do anything for me. I'm not affected by, you know, that. But. If you put a crackhead in a room full of crack, see what happens, right? I think, I don't know if I'm saying this right. I'm, I'm trying to think. <laughs> <laughs> Ultimately, wait, I think, and it was that, and you couldn't touch it. That's what it was, right? If you put me in a room full of crack, but I wasn't allowed to touch it, I will be fine. Right. Because I'm not a crackhead. Right. Or like, you know, but if you put a crackhead in a room with some crack, but they couldn't touch it, that's what he said. They would be itching like immediately. Right. Okay. So same. Do you feel what I'm going with it? Okay. I'm following. Basically that niggas be seeing stuff and being irritated because they are the crackheads and niggas twerking is the crack. (laughs) So... You should unpack that. Would you like to uh, discuss that more? I should start replying. on. That's the only thing my, I'm going to use my Twitter for is to, is to ask mm-hmm. people, would you like to discuss that more? Mm-hmm. For so, the timeline? Some boy the other day started airing me out because he said something about hermaphrodites. He was referring to transsexuals. And he said hermaphrodites. That fucking word is like, <laughs> you, I haven't heard that since in 94. Right? Like, what are you talking and I was about, like, dude? I was like, because this isn't offensive. And he was like, Everybody always yells at me on Twitter. I was like, I don't even. Well, also, but also, like, I think about. Okay, I think about stuff so much so that before I tweet it, mm-hmm. right? Even like words where like I'm not sure, right? I'll like verify to make sure I'm spelling something correctly. Whatever. If I'm like, I was gonna post a meme, and I Google search the meaning of the meme, like where this originally came from to make sure that I wasn't posting something that like I didn't potentially agree with. Right. You know what I'm saying? And so it's just like, be fucking intentional. I'm not asking a lot. Like I'm just, people are just asking. But I feel like, no, I feel like people, I I feel like people are intentionally ignorant. Well, ain't that the motherfucking. Yeah. Okay. Um, 
let's move on. I'm very excited about what's about to happen. Uh, we are at Who Run the World. We're at Who Runs the World. Um, yeah, so uh, I'll start off. I'll talk about uh, my guy Damien, um, who's actually going to be a future mood. Uh, but Damien <laughs> uh, actually has cerebral palsy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I follow him on Twitter. It's at Damien G D A M I O N uh, G underscore. And uh, I'll actually link the video in the notes. Uh, but he just has some words for y'all, basically saying that like he's embarrassing himself or that essentially he shouldn't be showing off who he is uh, based on his disability. And um, I'm going to let Damien explain himself, like I said, uh, in a mood in just a few weeks. Uh, but shout out to Damien. Uh, shout out to Damien for being himself uh, and for running the world. Period. Uh, second, uh, let's go to this. So there were some sisters, uh, these two sisters who, uh, started selling cheesecakes, uh, Nikki Howard and Jackie Wright. Uh, they were selling cheesecakes during the government shutdown just to, you know, make money because the fucking president shut down the government because he's an asshole. Um, did he ever get that wall? Do we, have you seen that? (laughs) Because I, I haven't. Yeah. That's a really great observation. Thanks for throwing that in. Um, but, yeah, so they actually uh, now are selling their cheesecakes in Walmart. Uh, they've taken this business. Oh, it's cheesecake? It's cheesecakes. It's cheesecake? It's cheesecakes. Oh, my God. Uh, they got them at Walmart, you said? Yes, I believe they're coming to Walmart shelves, so I don't know if they've uh, actually oh, gotten bitch. to Walmart it's just yet. Oh, bitch, it's fucking lit. They black? Um, beginning... Are they black? Yes, they're black. <laughs> it's, the peop- it's the same people who are responsible for bringing patty pies to patty Walmart. Patty pies? Yeah. Uh, so they'll actually be in Washington, Maryland, and Virginia beginning August 18th. If Aretha but- Franklin does. <laughs> Charday, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Please. If Aretha Franklin does. <laughs> Just say it. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. If Aretha Franklin does, how are we going to get the pies? <laughs> Next subject. Um, Another uh, food-related uh, running the world. Big Frida. Uh, Big Frida actually got a signature uh, Ben and Jerry's, which just don't sound super good. Like, right? Bouncing beignets. Bounce, yeah, bouncing booty, bouncing beignets. <laughs> like, uh, so Big Frida has yeah a signature Ben and Jerry's flavor. I'll definitely be copying. What? Um, I can't fucking wait. Yeah, beignets are booty, fire. Booty, I never had real ones. I want to go to. Um, mm. New Orleans. My sister and Nicole went to this place that I went to. If anyone's in the Bay Area, uh, really, it's in San Francisco. This amazing, amazing, it's a black-owned place called uh, Brenda's French Soul Food. Um, and it's like New Orleans-style soul food, uh, but they have beignets there, and they have, like, sweet ones and savory beignets. Oh, my God, they're just, like, perfect and amazing. And just, yes. Yeah, um, I, w- I want to try beignets. Yeah, so bad. Uh, let's go to New or- New Orleans whenever, like sometime yeah. really soon. Sometime soon. Well, we we were on our way again. What in February? Yeah, um, but let's go like in a couple weeks. Um, okay, all right, sounds great. Cool. Um, <laughs> are we at, okay? Angelica Ross. 
Angelica Ross, that bitch. Let's let's give it up for her. Give spoiler it up for alert. Her. Um, yeah, spoiler alert. We'll be talking about Pose uh, in just a couple of minutes. But uh, Angelica Ross uh, was uh, essentially uh, transitioned from one show to the next, but uh, in a positive, like, upward transition. She's going to be the first transgender, transgender uh, person to be a series lead uh, or, you know, a series regular on... Uh, multiple like network television shows so Mm -hmm. um she's moving from pose to the american horror story series uh which might actually get me to watch it because her and billy porter on some like kind of scary shit like i can't fuck with that yeah they i fuck with american horror story always y'all know that but sarah paulson's not going to be on there anymore but angelica ross is so i feel like they had to like they had to ryan ryan had to get us like all right y'all i'm sorry but um Sarah probably was asking for a fucking crazy check, though, which yeah. she deserves, but... Yeah, run it up. Run it up. Run, secure that fucking bag. But, um, but Angelica Ross, so I stand that. I, I fuck with that. Um, also, the uh, first transgender suicide hotline mm-hmm. um, recently launched, so just wanted to call that out. Um, you know, if you're just wanting to talk to somebody, definitely something you should reach out to. Yeah, if you know somebody that's questioning, struggling, anything. Because, can I just say this for a second? I think that we often see people struggling. Uh, Van Lathan has a podcast. Uh, we got Van Lathan from... Red, what is um, it called? Red. R- the Red Pill, I believe. Yeah, the Red Pill. Yeah. yeah um, Van Lathan from TMZ. From TMZ, yeah. And I listened to it today, actually. Uh, and he had, uh, you know, two queer people, a black trans woman... Uh, a black gay man on the show and they were just talking about like their experiences and like wanting to be there for you know uh youth um kind of going through those experiences and like you know when you see someone who's like younger and maybe like having identity issues you know Mm -hmm. um and just being like uh an advocate for them and that's what kiera was talking about you know like being an advocate for them rather than like making the situation more difficult because fucking growing up like is already fucking terrible i can't imagine growing up right now where like there's fucking text messages and stuff because like right yeah it would be very terrible Mm -hmm. um but uh where there's text messages and stuff i'm sorry i just that uh made me laugh um (laughs) well there's me last uh who run the world uh hunter schaefer uh who plays jules on euphoria Mm mm-hmm um shout out to hunter schaefer they got renewed for a second season okay yeah so um, now we're into the now we're into the shit yeah they got renewed for a second season yesterday they announced it um they're only fucking four episodes in dog yeah this is how it was last year with pose like or not last year the first year um Um, we got like a couple episodes and then people was like oh yeah yeah they feel this shit mm -hmm. yeah they feel this shit yeah, so Hunter Schaefer actually, before um, she became an actress, or she was always an actress, but before she started Euphoria, she actually um, was like fighting for equal rights for trans uh, people and queer people. So um, now that she's on the screen, and her, I, I love that her role is very like um, realistic of like the the struggles and the. Um, you know the honesty of it like of a questioning person so mm. yeah that's so so once again shout out to Sean to, sorry to Sean, shout out to Sean for Schaefer <laughs> <laughs> I'm done ah.
Okay. Um, let's move to weird white people shit. A few things going on. Uh, so Hahnemann Hospital uh, is a hospital actually in Philadelphia that is closing. Um, mm -hmm. Apparently, they just don't have like the money to stay open. Um, I'm going to just read Hanuman Hospital here is uh, closing after serving the underinsured and non-insured poor black community for over 100 years and will likely be sold as real estate. This leaves over 3,000 people uh, out of jobs and patient crowding in surrounding hospitals. So, like, Hanuman Hospital is literally, like, the, in the middle of the city, like, a hospital that niggas go to. And, like, well, even to when to, you, you – know? even when I – so when I read, was reading this article, um, when I – thought about that i th i thought about uh montgomery hospital that's exactly oh, what yeah. they did yeah yeah mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. absolutely and like moved it to like a further place a further like place where way it's more suburban like very suburban more, yeah like, like not not accessible mm -hmm. unless you know you get catch a you you know you have to drive far as shit right, right, right um yeah. you know it's not accessible to yeah. pe to pe poor and poor brown people poor and disgusting. yeah so okay Yuck. i'm getting mm -hmm. tired here um second story is american airlines uh who's gonna have to run this lady a check apparently run her her fucking coin period um she was just wearing a tight dress just a black woman wearing a tight dress I'm like um, a romper and then okay maybe a romper and then here come the fucking body terrorists words <laughs> word to cat off of euphoria here come the fucking body terrorists telling her what she can and cannot wear mm -hmm. and like that it's inappropriate and that it's just all of these things meanwhile i believe this this woman is a doctor correct mm -hmm. um so i feel like if you save anybody's life from anything you deserve to wear whatever you want on your way to fucking jamaica like what the fuck what the fuck one and even when you look at the picture like i know that like just people in general should just be aware of like everybody i don't think it's 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 strictly women but i do think that black women because of um you know the shapes of our bodies that we are it's hypercritical of you know like what we wear people are hypercritical of like what we wear and because we got all that ass and you know we're curvaceous and whatever and because black women are just looked at as more promiscuous and as sexual items so like even we can go into that yeah I but would, i would certainly like request uh and again this is like me being a logical person like i always go back to it like hey so what's the rationale like how right. is uh mm -hmm. my fully covered body mm -hmm. like uh sexualized or, or like why is this something that's like specific to me like did this come to your attention due to another passenger like did this come to your attention because you were just looking at me right like you know i'm just i, I need to kind of get a little bit more explanation around what's going on like what you you tell me to cover up i'm sitting here with my stuff from going to jamaica you got something for me to throw on a complimentary yep. blanket of some sort <laughs> you got a robe for me nigga <laughs> Please, and I'll be now. Um, you can go ahead and get Stacy out of first class because I'll be having her seat. Right. And mm -hmm. I ain't getting off this bitch. Yep. Yeah. Fuck them. Fuck them. Uh, all right. Tweets on fire. This is just. This is. Tweets on fire. Full of amazing stuff. <laughs> uh, you gotta believe me. You gotta believe me, guys. It's full of amazing stuff. Um, so off top, Beyonce dropped Spirit this week. 
um, there are apparently some controversial uh, opinions on the the song. Um, but What's the opinions? Let's hear them. You would have to be the one speaking. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I'm gonna move on because I'm um, sick of him. Beyonce. <laughs> Did what she came to do. I can't wait to to the gift album. I know it's gonna be African as hell. I know it's gonna be like what um, they sh- well they did what they had to do on the Black Panther drum, but what they also could have done as well. I feel like it's gonna be that like uh, that African vibe that she was trying to go for with like End of Time. You know what I mean? I feel like it's gonna be mm-hmm. maybe a Destiny Child song. I know we we'll probably get a Chloe and Halle joint just so they can get the streams. You know what I'm saying? Like it's gonna be very black, a- authentic African artist on this joint. So I can't wait. Um, apparently also just, you know, switching gears, uh, there's something called Dick Yelp. <laughs> um, do you know about that? No. Inform uh, me. Okay. I, not really much to inform, um, but it is a thing. Um, apparently like celebrities, Twitter niggas, this, that, and the thirds, um, you can like rate their sex. The thing the is, times. though, I don't the know. thing is, is that. I would find that useful. Well, that's why I just want to put it out there for the people who it would you know, be useful for. So um, just, you know, Twitter, get in the search field and just type Dick Yelp, and I'm pretty sure it'll come up. I am doing that. Okay. Um, I'll be moving on to the next story while you do that. Uh, Andre Iguodala, uh, this is... I actually want to like dig into this maybe dig into in this a more. I think this conversation. Yeah, I think we should as well. Um, but just to kind of give uh, a brief, he was on the Breakfast Club. Uh, he was discussing uh, a coach who was uh, essentially the first coach at the Wizard or the Wizards or Warriors. 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 Somebody. Oh Listen, I have a I have a job. I make money. <laughs> So, sorry, let's keep it Fucking at that. Crying. But anyway, um, yeah, he was fired. He was essentially let go because of his beliefs, uh, and his beliefs conflicted with, you know, the beliefs that people should be able to freely be gay and live uh, because his beliefs are rooted in the Bible. So uh-huh. um, I have something else that loops into this, and I think it's going to maybe inform, like, one of our next conversations. So, um I'll link the video uh, so that people can also kind of have that reference. Um, ASAP Rocky's in jail. So ASAP Rocky's in jail. You know, he's in Sweden. Um, And he was arrested on a assault. Like it was like a physical confrontation. And um, which he, I believe, know, in the video was clearly like defending himself or someone he was else. Absolutely like, defend- he is he is being wrongfully held and, and wrongfully. It's like, yeah, it's definitely OD. Right. It is. There is nothing about his situation that is right. Mm-hmm. But, you know, people are um, saying that, you know, he he it's just ironic that's the perfect word it's just ironic that you know he out of all people is one that is now facing injustice and um he has been very outspoken about um not (laughs) not um, being informed or opinionated about others' injustices actually of black, a, the black um, community. I actually have a direct quote here. 
Go ahead. Um, from ASAP Rocky, uh, which says, why? Because I'm black. So every time something happens because I'm black, I got to stand up. What the fuck am I, Al Sharpton now? I'm ASAP <laughs> Rocky. I did not sign up to be no political activist. I want to talk about my motherfucking lean, my best friend dying, the girls that come in and out of my life, the jiggy fashion shit that I wear, my new inspirations in drugs, exclamation point. I don't want to talk about no fucking Ferguson and shit because I don't live over there. I live in fucking Soho and Beverly Hills. I can't relate. I'm in the studio. I'm in these fashion studios. I'm in these bitches draws. I'm not doing anything outside of that. That is in italics, my life. That was ASAP Rocky. That was what he said. Um, you know, and after that, of course, he did a streams of like half ass apologies. Um, he also but, then was anti-black towards women. Yeah, he um, he said that dark skinned women can't do things that light skinned women do, wear things, and um, he 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 is ve- he is controversial and he is very um, anti-black sometimes. Like we just call it what a, a thing a thing. He is anti-black. Where what I want to say is that two things are allowed to coexist. Yeah, I agree. He is allowed to. We are allowed to say free free ASAP Rocky. He is being held wrongfully, and his. I think that his um, views and his fucked up mentality does not negate the fact that his injustices are are valid. That they, this is yeah, he needs like it. That that's it. But, but my God is a God, an on-time God. <laughs> and what you reap, what you sow, you shall reap. Correct. R. Kelly's in jail. Not going to talk about it, but he's in jail again. He so. is in jail. I think. I didn't want to talk about it either on the show, but. Cool. Um, you know, um, the the things that you, what what is it? All roosters? What is it? Something. The roosters come to clock. The roosters come, come to clock? To, yeah. Something. 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 Something roosters coming, but of course that's gonna. Of course, out of all people, this is gonna happen to ASAP Rocky. Well, here's why. What, what I think, like ultimately, ASAP Rocky. Um, if you, if something, if you don't confront something face like face on mm-hmm. or like head on, is gonna confront you. And Absolutely. then on the other side of it, like a thing to think about now is what if ASAP Rocky at that time like turned around and became like a political activist, just like he said that he wasn't right. By the mm-hmm. time that he got to Sweden, a he would probably be like more woke right just in general mm-hmm. to his surroundings and b they probably would have knew that nigga right they would know right. oh you that nigga that stands up for niggas so right. either we gotta like be very careful with you or we gotta like put you, know, you under the fucking jail yeah either or you know what i'm saying but i definitely but I, think like yeah. it's something to think about it's something to consider yeah absolutely and i think that now um you know of course you're now you're going to be drawn to it now it is your life right and i think that a lot of celebrities even like kanye mm-hmm. or live get get to these points where they they don't they're not in it so they don't think it affects them and i think that when you're put on these pedestals and you're put in these positions that that it it literally is your due diligence it's your job if it's nobody else's to speak out on the injustices and the oppression that's happening in the world period that's that hand you a tampon (laughs) me you said period oh Um. (laughs) I don't even 
I have a period. No. Okay. Okay. Um, right. Where are we at now? Okay. Are we do, okay, this real world thing. I saw this actually in reverse order. So I saw the clip like split up where mm-hmm. I saw the um, like the racial part first. Uh, and then the, you know, the part about sexuality, like I ended up seeing in this clip that, you know, uh, you tweeted out earlier, mm-hmm. but okay. I feel like I want to start with the racial part first. So if, if you guys haven't seen, there's a clip from the new real world season. Apparently it's in Atlanta. Um, and it's on Facebook live, which is weird. I don't know if it's even on MTV. Um, is it? it's on Facebook. Yeah. It's on Facebook live. Wow. Um, weird world that we live in mm-hmm. but um yeah so the the race conversation i saw the guy with the dreads just step to this white guy and say america was founded on white supremacy and i said i my eyes immediately went like okay wide well, open yeah we're watching this like this is with eyes, yeah, wide open. <laughs> with eyes wide <laughs> fucking open so the 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 white guy then goes oh here we go and i'm like yes mm-hmm. here it is mm-hmm. And he goes, you're about to get philosophical on me. And that, like, definitely became, like, a thing for me to break down. Like, why do you think that this is a philosophy? It's not a philosophy. Right. It's, it's not philosophy. These, that, are, these are facts. These are fucking facts. These are things that, like, concretely happen. Mm-hmm. And so that was just interesting. He's like, well, what have I done to you as a white guy? Like, as a white man, like, what have I done to you? And, like, the entire time I'm thinking, like, maybe you haven't done anything, but you're literally doing something right now by mm-hmm. attempting to invalidate the fact that this white experience. supremacy is mm-hmm. something that we experience all the time. Right. Every day. Every day. Yeah. Every so, day. Um, then you got um, Megan, I will call her with the hard uh, fucking accent from down south having a fucking existential crisis because <laughs> she meets this masculine presenting black gay man and she a is like the beginning of the conversation is that she's like oh i didn't even think you were gay or didn't expect that you were gay because like you don't present as what i, I guess she Feminine. believes to be gay mm-hmm. yeah um and like you know that goes into a conversation and they get i guess in the conversation about um, you know, gayness being a sin, and and then she's like in the confessional thing, having an ex an existential crisis because they read to her from the Bible, from Second Timothy, that like wearing jewelry is a sin, you know, uh, eating shellfish uh, is a sin, uh, getting tattoos, working on Saturday, and then she's just like, well, well, why do we why do we hold this against people harder than like, I don't know, girl, ask why Jesus. <laughs> Maybe he will tell you because like you have to figure those things out for yourself. And like you also have to be aware that like all of the things that we believe are things that uh, other people have told us. Right. Right. Very infrequently do we believe things that we Mm -hmm. actually believe. Yep. And I think that's what's really important. And what I was saying earlier about like women being misogynistic Mm -hmm. um, because all of majority of our views are based in a white patriarchal even when you look at christianity yeah it's definitely just the it's the patri- it, patriarchy of religion of religion well, it's literally there's some others so yeah i mean even like if you look at i mean like we'll talk about islam like even it's all like patriarchal misogynistic it's all that way and when you are 
you have to look at why are my views this way? What is this based in? What? Uh, I mean, I, that was my that's that's what I wanted to see. But um, yeah. <laughs> Dapper Dan, um, I, I I don't really want to disrespect the OG. So I'm not going to, but I think that this is another thing that might be worth, uh, maybe we're just going to be the regram of the breakfast club. Cause it's another conversation that I think is worth like something deeper, but, um, why black people value the things that we do. Yeah. And he just kind of like, didn't really give the answer that I was looking for or expecting him to, um, basically like, Oh, yeah, well, was, we've, we yeah. value things because we can't attain, you know, because other people can't attain them. Mm -hmm. um and yeah that's that's true but like how healthy is that and like what is that doing right, for us exactly and, like if charlemagne is the person that has to like try to pull that out of you you got another thing coming big guy because charlemagne was trying to get it out right um so Char charlemagne was trying to get it out yeah he was trying to yeah yeah like he was like trying to like even coach him into it um and then dapper dan just talking about pimps and players so yeah um Let's uh, actually let's pray for him. Let's put him on the second shut in. Um, also on the second shut in this week is definitely Joe Budden. He probably should have been there for uh, forever since his baby's mom broke up with him, right? Fiance, fiance, she, yeah. She let him go. Um, Joe Budden's having a shitty 2019. Um, okay, and so he he mentioned not by name. I don't like when people do that when it's like. When you have negative intentions, like when yeah. I don't mention people's name, it's to protect them. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And when he's not mentioning someone's name, it's like to try to shade them. And mm -hmm. I feel like that's corny and that's ugly. And that's why it's you passive wear those fucking dumbass hats. If you're going to be aggressive, just be aggressive. Don't right. be pa or just be passive. Don't be passive aggressive. Or just that's fucking pump, pump, pump it up. Mm -mm. You know um, what? But anyway, <laughs> um, Joe Budden tried to disrespect Crystal and the Reed this week uh, on his podcast. Uh, they then had, you know, a, a little quick exchange of words um, on Twitter where he tried to say, like, the Reed is a dying show, uh, which the Reed is actually, if, you know, anyone does the know. The Reed just got picked up for an actual show. Is, yeah, it's becoming a television show this fall. So um, there's that. Um, Joe Budden, you, you have a second life career as a podcast like you're basically he's like basically one of them niggas and this is actually interesting right in the nba when you become really great you become you know a sportscaster right mm -hmm. most of them are like people that were great but you got people in hip-hop like joe budden where you just couldn't be a rapper so you decided to commentate on it or you couldn't be a rapper so you decided to be on love and hip-hop how because because you Where's were, the hip -hop? because you were on love and hip hop before you had a podcast. Okay, but where was the hip hop? Is what I'm asking. Right, <laughs> crying. Whatever. Jermaine Dupri mm -hmm. hates women. Yeah. There's that. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Doja Cat called him. She was like Jermaine Derpy. <laughs> I was fucking crying. I mean, if I lost Janet Jackson, I would be mad as hell too. Yeah, he's a fucking idiot. Um, he came at Cardi B, which don't get me wrong, I'm not. A, this is not a Cardi B defense show by any means. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> he, I, I didn't see. I don't know what her response was, but she had like multiple face piercings, and yeah, she's just doing a lot. Like she scares me. 
Pray for the girl. Uh, I'm ready to talk about this. So uh, it's the seventh anniversary, or this week it was the seventh anniversary of Channel Orange. Yes. Uh, I feel like definitely like one of the pinnacle albums of like my life changing for sure. Mm-hmm. For sure, for sure. I feel like that was a very like different time for us. Yeah. Um, I think of that. I mean, that was like a summer that. I don't know. Like, that was the second stage of like mine and your friendship for sure. Like, yeah, from yeah, like that was... us knowing each other in childhood to like being friends here and like experiencing this friendship time yeah. with like this music. I remember one time we were sitting in like that backyard gazebo and uh, we were listening to Channel Orange and the light was blinking orange at the same time and it was just like, oh no, this is just too perfect. This is from God. Well, that's crazy. I was thinking about that time we listened to it um, at our friend's house when his parents went away for like, mm-hmm. I hope they never listen to this yeah. or, or rest in peace. Um, mm-hmm. But um, let's, for we stayed at his house for like a week. <laughs> And all we did was just listen and all to, we did like, listen to that you wake song. up and, like, Monks is on. Mm-hmm. Or, like, you you know, like, it just was yep. uh, incredible. Like, Frank, uh, if there was ever words that I thought about getting tattooed on me, it was um, Don't Know One to Shop Nirvana. Yeah, um, that's a good one. Yeah. Um, for me, um, from from Channel Orange specifically, um, they mosh for Enlightenment. Okay. I Queen also Chakras, good karmas. Um if anything it would be the entire pyramids. Oh my god. Start to finish. No, if I could put into words well, the, remember the, we the part pyra- of pyramids what? that does the most for me and it's the oh oh oh, <laughs> oh, 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 oh. I know what you're talking about cuz you <laughs> sing it every time. That's your favorite background vocal. That's my favorite background vocal of ever. Um, Oh my gosh. Remember when we like were waiting for, I remember the TV, like the room we were in and everything when he was on Saturday Night Live performing Pyramids the first time. Mm -hmm. Um, That was great. Um, Yeah, it was just, it was incredible. Frank and like What's your favorite? If you pick one song off of Channel Orange, what is it? Um, Your personal favorite. eh, That's really hard. That's really hard. Um, this is going to sound weird, but mm, no, I was going to say crack rock, but no, um, sweet life. Okay. I think. Cause that's like a universal song. You can play that anywhere. For me, it's definitely lost. That's like my personal favorite song. Uh, I actually have like a, a memory with someone with that song. So like, oh God. it. yeah, no. Yeah. That's, I listened to it the other day, and I was like, oh, my God, this is the fucking best song But also, ever. yes, that definitely is the best song on the album. Oh, my God, Lost is so good. Um, Wow, that's tough. Yeah. Wow, my TV ain't HD, that's too real. I don't care, that's what this section is called. I know it's going to be, it's too long of a name, but we're just going to talk about Posing Euphoria, and we don't have a TV segment name, so... Yes. Uh, this My week. My TV. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I'm uh, just singing. <laughs> um, this week on Pose. Um, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. But but at this, like, I feel like by the candy. time the show comes out, our show comes out on what Mondays. Y'all should have already watched all these shows from the previous week. Right, and Euphoria. Obviously, we're unless we're talking from the future, it's the week before. Right, it's the week before. But don't sleep. We might be talking from the future one week. One week. But um, Pose, uh, yeah, Candy 
Candy died. died. Candy was killed. Candy was murdered. Tragically. Tragically um, and suddenly. And it was like really unexpected. Like I think that that the feeling. I feel like her character was developing so much. Yeah, exactly, and then for exactly. us to, to suddenly lose her. Um, and especially as she's been having so much conflict with Pray Tell mm-hmm. um, this season. Um, even like at the end of last se- season, I think Candy was coming into her own. Her and yeah, Lulu. for sure, for sure. Um, I think well, even like when you say like her and Lulu, like I feel like if this was just like an average TV show, like no disrespect, but they would have killed Lulu. You know what I'm right. saying? Mm-hmm. Because Candy was like uh, maybe a more prominent character. I feel like like definitely was like a, a people's fave, right? Yeah, but for I think sure. the way that it was set up is to literally evoke the emotion, mm-hmm. like to like give you the reality, the realness of what it's like to be like speaking to someone and like I mean and everything's next all cool moment, then be, then, exactly yeah be gone and I feel like that was the importance of having all that conflict with pray tell mm-hmm. and um even for her to be um like just kind of coming into her own and like you know having all these aspirations like I want to do this I want to do that and then be gone in the split second I think right. um it was very 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 good Ryan Murphy give him his things i want to know who i think i know who writes the show i believe it's uh janet maka's uh director director Mm -hmm. um and then i believe there's a a latino gentleman latinx gentleman um who does the writing i believe um i'll have to look that up but um pose very very good uh, just amazingly written like amazingly executed and like i think it's what do you think that angel is like Become an addict or an alcoholic? I feel like she's been drunk all season. Okay, first of all, mind your business. Second okay. of all, maybe. Yeah. I'm like, I see that coming. I see that. Like, she was, she's been drinking a lot. So I've been. Yeah, and I did see her smoking a cigarette, which I never saw mm-hmm. previously, too. But I feel like nothing bad can happen to Angel. Or I'm okay. off it. I'm turning the show off. She's my favorite, too. So um, She annoyed me this episode, though, with all the crying. Okay, I can see that. Um, Euphoria this week. First of all, this last episode of Euphoria was the one. No, nah, I thought the one before that was the best one. No, the one. Wait, what was the one before that? Oh, uh, this one was good. This one was good because I... To, it was the culmination of everything. Yeah, it was like everything came together, yeah. Um, so if you guys are not watching Euphoria, it's so good that I was on the elevator coming down from my building at work. I was telling one of my coworkers about it and some like older lady, maybe in her, like she had gray, like whitish hair, you know? Um, and so she was like, Oh, you mean on HBO? She was like, yeah, it's really good. It's like, I just always feel it like intense the whole time I'm watching it. Mm-hmm, um, very much so. But yeah, Euphoria is an amazing show on HBO. Zendaya is literally about to get every award that she is nominated for. I have the biggest fucking crush on Rue. Oh, my God. I don't know. Maybe I see myself in her a lot. Um, she definitely gives Taurus vibes. I'll give you that. Oh, wow. Uh, that was rude. I'm just but, saying. They, um, they said that about Candy on Pose. They're like, they said, uh, her, no, they said her Scorpio is showing. Yeah, And Scorpio I was like, thing. damn, how they going? <laughs> um, but, yeah. Yeah, I got. I'm very, very, very much in obsessed with Rue, but I I really love how this episode they went into. Um, and we were talking earlier about Hunter Schaefer, how they went into Jules's, um, 
you know, how our parents sent her away, the realities oh, of like yeah. when you go through these things um, and you're not supported. But I feel like there's also so much more that they're going to go into in terms of Rue's story with like her mom. Um, Rue? Yeah, I mean, sorry, Jules' uh, story. Jules, yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure with the mom. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm really interested but in But even that. how like how like supportive and loving her dad is now now right, you right, know right yeah like, and then that tells me like yeah i just i'm interested in knowing and then one thing i started watching it um again this week like i just started it from the beginning and one of the things that i noticed is that she's like telling the story um she's narrating she's it narrating so i tweeted this yeah i tweeted um super spoiler alert so like if y'all aren't watching it that's on you now yeah um that Rue was actually telling the story from uh, her being dead. Like, so, like, she has died and she overdosed and died. Well, that's not a spoiler that we know for sure. For sure. I'm, yeah, I'm just saying. But, like, this that's one of the theories. Theory. Yeah, that's one okay. of the theories. Yeah. I ju- but I just noticed that when I started watching it again from the beginning, Tori hadn't seen it. Um, so, we were watching it uh, a few days ago and, um, the some she referenced something in the first episode that she that happens in the third or fourth like she referenced actually jules's relationship with um is it nathan is his name the guy Mm -hmm. the weird guy yeah yeah so she referenced jules's relationship with nathan but we hadn't seen that at all yet she's like you know i i nathan me and him was always cool or whatever nothing was bad until like whatever happened with jules Jules, yeah um and so this is like before any of that develops so it, it definitely is something interesting there, um, and I can't wait to see how it unfolds. Absolutely. Um, all right, we're at three things to stand. This is great. Three things to stand. Miko, you want me to go first? Yes, please. All right, so my first thing to stand is um, the Open Path Collective. Okay. Um, what that is, basically, it's a nonprofit um and what they do is they it's a for it's for like therapy mm. um our therapists provide affordable in-office psychotherapy between 30 and 60 dollars per session um so you can go on here and find a therapist type your zip code in and you get a therapist for between 30 and 60 dollars per session i feel like that's such a great deal literally i'm typing um, my zip code in right now <laughs> so yeah um a lot of us are, you know, it's expensive. Therapy is expensive, and a lot of us are struggling with health insurance right now in America. Um, I think that this is fucking amazing. When I found out about it, um, I was like, oh, I can't wait to talk about this on the podcast. Oh, hell yeah. Um, and they also have, like, pictures of the therapist. Yeah, like, they have pictures and, like, information. Mm-hmm. Oh, hell yeah. 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 So, yeah, that's a gem I just put y'all on to, niggas. Thank you. Um, you're welcome. That's just for, on behalf of niggas. Um, my second um, thing to stand is a podcast it's called Black Girl in Ohm Um, and it Ohm as in the like universal sound for calm and like Mm -hmm. um, you know you're doing yoga and all that shit Um, it's a wellness podcast and a you know holistic wellness emotional whatever all that shit Um, yeah I fucking love it it's basically like everything that I love but just with black women um, and for black women. Mm-hmm. Um, so that and then um, I was listening to that and then that, they introduced me to my third thing to stand, who is um, Reverend Angel Kyoto Williams. Mm. Um, and she is a she is, a, of course, a reverend you, you hear, but um, she is the second black 
Buddhist sensei. There are about five or six, I think, Mm -hmm. altogether, um, black Buddhist senseis, but um, they they had an episode with her on there, which was really, really good. So I like did some more um, diving into who she is. And she is um, she has a book called Radical Dharma. um, And it her whole like thing or her whole like uh, like mission in life is to integrate spirituality and justice. so she talks about being an activist and being like social, how social justice and social reform is um, one of the most important things you can do for your spiritual journey. And how um, I was saying this earlier when we were talking on, on here, how, um, you know, like life is not fun for anyone unless it's fun for everyone. Um, and she holds like seminars basically where she invites white people to unpack their privilege Mm. (laughs) and to like ask them like you know what have you gotten in life and how have you gotten there and um you know how you've been given these things because of your your um privilege in 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 the world so like how break that down how do you benefit from from your your place in the world um what is this land and how did i get it things like that um so I really, really fuck with her. Um, yeah. All right. I'm going to give my three things to say very quickly because my Uber Eats is coming up the street. Um, <laughs> number one, uh, Mass Appeal has a podcast about Freaknik uh, where they have real uh, interviews from people who are at Freaknik um, just telling the story of how, uh, you know, the festival, I guess you can call it, came to be. Um, definitely listen to it. Secondly, Family Reunion on Netflix. Uh it's a great show. It has Tia Maori. Uh, it's very black, very like kind of Christian and stuff. And it's just, it's cute and cool. It's it like, like a nice a little family related show. Um, we will talk about the colorism on the show at a later date. Um, okay. Last thing is uh, gospel music. Uh, I've been waking up to gospel music every day this week and it's just overall changed my mood. God is good all the time and all the time. God is good. Uh, mm-hmm. please follow us on social media at BLKMLNL, uh, email us at blackmillennialpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, we also have a link for listener support in, uh, I keep saying the bio, but in the description, uh, for the show or the show notes and Shar, I'll let you close us out with our closing mantra. Um, so our closing mantra for this week is something that I have been like tweeting and posting nonstop. Um, I know y'all have been seeing it and it's, I would like to be removed from the narrative. Um, and that's usually when like people are putting you in shit that don't got nothing to do with you or it did at one point have something to do with you and you don't want to be a part of it anymore. Um, I like to be removed from the narrative. Yeah. So shout out to white ass Taylor Swift. She's the first person that said it, but fuck her. I'm (laughs) snatching the mic. Bye y'all. Bye. (laughs)